Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Good morning, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. I've got a repeat with us today, but I think you'll be excited. And there was a strategic reason why I invited her back. But we're joined today by Miss Lindsay Weiniger. And Lindsay is now serving as your Illinois Baptist Women WMU State President. So I wanted to bring her back on and let you guys get to know her a little bit. So, Lindsay, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm wonderful. Lindsay, just jump right in there. Some of the ladies don't know you, and I've got several things I want to talk to you about, but you are here now as their Illinois Baptist Women's State WME president, and that positions you a little bit differently um, in our state to be strategic for our state and to be able to represent us for that missions outreach. But go all the way back and let some of the women get to know you. Tell us a little bit more about your story for some of the ones that haven't heard about Lindsay or who you are. Sure. Absolutely. So my name's Lindsay Weiniger, uh, maiden name Lindsay Davis. I've grown up in the Baptist world, but that was started as small as uh, GA camps and then music camp and then all state choir. And so that's my Baptist background. Um, But my husband and I live in Princeville, Illinois, which is the Peoria area, where we and our three ornery little girls own and operate a (laughs) animal feed and supply store. Basically, my husband went to college to be a civil engineer, and I went to college to be a radio, and we both didn't get jobs, so we made up our own job, basically, and (laughs) (laughs) we bought this feed store back in 2016, and we were just looking for opportunities and ways to grow the business and, you know, maintain with a family of five, and so we took over the family cattle business, so we also help operate beef cattle, and then we have great access to all of the supplies we need for raising chickens and other livestock, so we actually raise um, freezer beef and uh, freezer poultry, and we get local meat from another butcher, and so we started selling that out of our store, and that obviously picked up during the pandemic, which boomed big, and then we decided, well, we have a need in our community for an extra space for commuting, and also we have a need for a dinner space. So starting next week, we open up a restaurant here in town. So it, it just all snowballs into all these things. But so we started small, and um, we're just going to keep trucking along. But that's our family in a nutshell. So I love it. I love it. Ladies, I was able to drive up and meet with Lindsay earlier this week, and I wanted to see her in her context. And I absolutely loved it. it. It's like Joanna Gaines growing up right in front of us. It's just fun, the energy and just all the little moving pieces of all these, I'm going to say micro businesses underneath this umbrella. And I yeah. know that there's just more waiting to come out of that little brain of yours, because I've heard some of the vision. So that that excites me. And Lindsay, honestly, I think that's going to excite a lot of women um, just because I think a lot of, you know, a lot of us have those same ideas, those same visions, same dreams. But watching you do it, it sort of models that confidence, you know, to step out and follow, to follow Christ. So so I appreciate getting to see you in your context. And I already told you this before we started the recording. That's inspired me this week. So I'm going to be you, Lindsay. Maybe not you exactly, because I don't know how I'd be with chickens, but but I'm going to be you and mimicking how I can use my platform for a a community focus. 
Well, I terrify myself some days too because of the things that I'm in. But I will say that uh, it's not it's not so much confidence as it is terrifying obedience to God sometimes, <laughs> where you just have to do what He says and you just have to hold on and uh, do things scared. But I think it always He always shows blessings in the end, and He has not failed us yet. So it is. It's fun to be a part of, that's for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Terrifying obedience. That may, that may be your tagline. Well, Lindsay, I'm going to let that pivot because you are going to um, or pivot our conversation because you're you're serving now as our as our state president and you're going to get your feet wet at National WMU and get to get to learn and um, sit with the other presidents and sit with the board and hear some of the strategy and vision and the way they're going. But but I know that you have a missions heart. I mean, you are always looking for ways that let me let me just back up. I'm going to point to Henry Blackaby. You live what I call and what Blackaby calls a God-centered life. In other words, everything you do, you tend to face it with what is God doing around me, understanding he's always working. But you're looking at everything through that lens of what is God doing instead of why is this falling apart? We know, we know, you know, you, the last time you were with us, you shared the story of the fire, you know, with the, with the, with the store. But I, I admire that in you. And so take, take just a minute and share with, with the, our audience, what what do we mean by that? That you live your life God centered, watching to see opportunities and how God's in your day to day. Sure, obviously, I, I really just don't believe in coincidence much. I think that everything is directly in the tapestry that God's made out for us. And I I read this in a book, and I wish I could tell you a book, but it's like God has the tapestry made already, and all we're seeing is the underside. It's ugly. It looks weird, but it's. It's our job to just follow the the string, and that doesn't look pretty all the time. And sometimes we are in the middle of the design, so sometimes we don't see the final product. We don't see what like the purpose of what he's doing, but that doesn't mean that our job and our tasks aren't important. And it's been, it's I believe that I've been a part of a lot of that. I think that when we did have the fire at our store, I think. That really brought to light the fact that I am just required to be obedient. I don't, I mean, I there are purposes to what I do, but he's the ultimate purpose. It's just me just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that is seeking him, asking him the questions and, you know, looking for his prompting. And like, I am a huge advocate of, you know, see where God's working and follow that. And I'm very hypersensitive to overconfidence in myself because I have the ability to go there very quickly. And so something that I am striving towards continuously by, you know, being in the word every day and, and following and praying and all that is this is not the Lindsay show. I have to say that a lot, but mm. just following plan that God has put forth because it's not about me at all. But I think in traveling and doing that he's going to show the success of what he wants and as long as when people see me they see God that's all that really matters I was getting ready to ask you I wanted I wanted you to give a glimpse into your daily life what did it look like to abide and you you sort of just did that I love what you said though you have to remind yourself thank you know, this isn't the Lindsay show. And, you know, I appreciate your transparency saying you have a tendency that you can go there and that overconfidence real quick. And I don't think you're the only one, you know, I think, I think several of us struggle with that. So I love that you said, this is, 
this is how I balance that, you know, in my life, because I think it's important for us to model that for each other. What, what does that look, what does that look like? And, you know, Lindsay, something just in my own quiet time this morning, you know, it just hit me fresh as God does become more and we become less. It is going to be his show, but because he lives in us, I'm trying to learn what does it look like to balance that tension? You know, is it me or is it him? Is it me or is it him? Because he is platforming you. So it, yeah. It is you that's out there, even though it could be more of him. And I don't have the answer for that. I'm just being transparent, saying that's something that in, in my own quiet time, I've, I've asked God, you know, help me to balance this because maybe sometimes we're beating ourselves up too much, you know, and, and it was a Paul David Tripp um, devotion I was reading. And he was like, you know, God is, he is unique. He does live in us and you are special. And, and that's hard. You know, that's hard sometimes in the because I don't want to be the Carmen show either, but. Well, and it's like at the end of whatever talk you're giving, I mean, I've given my fair share of like small groups and things like that. At the end of whatever talk I'm giving, after I've written out everything I want to say, after I've said everything I want to say, when people are done listening, do they think, yeah, God is good. It's They can't be thinking, wow, Lindsay is awesome. Although I do find myself awesome sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but. If they think at the end of whatever I'm saying, yes, God is good, then that is I've I've done what I'm supposed to do. And that is my that's my uh, what do you call it? Barometer, so to speak, of like, am I surrendering to the obedience of Christ or am I pumping up myself? And that is something that I am very hypersensitive to. So Yeah, well, I like what you said, though. Sometimes it does feel good. Sometimes you did do well. I'm trying to remember exactly what you said, but I want you to go back to that and talk about that. Because, again, I think that could model for the rest of us. Well, I think that is a good sign of you knowing that you're doing what God's told you to do. I think he's not going to make you feel bad for doing what he wants you to do. Priority Conference was a beautiful example. I had a whole speech written out for that, for my talk that day. Uh And can talk to some of the ladies that were up in in the break room previously. I was scrambling because God changed my mind that morning. He's like, nope, you are saying something else and you're going to say it. And I, you know, dictated that to my iPad real fast and I typed it up and I went crazy and I prayed like a mad woman and I got up there and I said what I said. And at the end, it was such a surreal, wonderful feeling that I was like, yep, I obeyed and I did it frantically. But it was yeah. the the peace that God gives you when you're obedient is far greater. So he's going to reward your obedience in, in the sense that he will give your heart peace and He's going to give you confidence and encouragement through the women around you. And I fully believe that. That's good. I know that we've talked a little bit about where we believe God is leading us as far as vision. And um, I don't want to unpack all of that today, but I'd like for you to share a little bit about our vision of where we think that God can use Illinois Baptist women and work through us to be able to be an evangelistic outreach, you know, to build up believers, you know, obviously for discipleship, because we know that's missions engagement. But um, we also know missions is extending, you know, evangelizing. I'll say missions is also evangelism. It's taking the gospel where it's not. And I know you and I have had a lot of conversation around small business owners and a lot of younger women are involved in their own small businesses and how we believe that could be very evangelistic, not only helping our brothers and sisters who are already in small business, you know, helping us build up skills, 
but also be an evangelistic outreach. So I want you to just take some time today, and this was my key purpose for getting you into the podcast again, because I wanted women to get to know you a little bit more and to start to share this vision to invite them in, you know, to be part of this, what God is doing, because I believe he's showing us where he's working, and that's our invitation to join. So share a little bit of that um, with, with our audience. Very early on, I learned that evangelism and business are are actually incredibly similar. It's just um, what the end result is. And from the very beginning, who are you promoting in your business? Like, what are you promoting? If I'm starting up a new business, I'm going to talk about it till I'm blue in the face. If I need to network with people, in order to, you know, complete the task of my business. If I want it to be strong in all areas, I have got to have, you know, a really good marketing. I've got to have really good inventory. I've got to have, like, there's so many entities of business, but in each one, I have to have a network of people that is strong and great in order to have a successful business. And that is identically so often the picture of the church. We have to, you know, the hands and feet of Christ, we have to have a a solid group of people in order to grow the kingdom of God and in order to keep promoting, so to speak, Jesus among the nations. I think that moving forward and being a Christian business owner, it puts a whole new spin on things. I think that God calls us as business people to be holy and set apart just the same as he calls any believer and so that means that our business has to look different too and so when the flux of people you know starting their own thing during covid i think that it looks a lot different when you're a believer and i i hope that we have the ability to give the support to that as we are being small businesses in our community the way we look different is how we reach out into our community are we starting our business to promote ourselves or are we starting our business with God as the head of our business? Are we providing opportunities for those in our community to have a job? Are we providing opportunities for organizations in our community to use our facility? How are we helping the people around us with our business because God calls us first to to be disciples for him, to be a light for him and that doesn't stop when we open a business that doesn't stop in our job. And I think in an opposite way, that's why he gave us our business in the first place. And so our networking has become has become a divine calling. Our network with our different inventory, like our different distributors, our network with our community, our network with our employees, it just changed and it's become a new calling with a new purpose. And I don't take that very lightly, especially now that I'm opening a restaurant and I have, you know, Mm -hmm. twice as many employees. The relationship that I have with each one of those people has to identify. They have to be able to see Jesus in me and see that our family runs our business differently because Jesus is the head of our business. I love that. I love that. And ladies, if you're, you know, if if your antennas are, are going up there a little bit, we again, we sense we we know that women are, you know, very active in the church and we know God has a calling and it's very unique to each one of our lives. He's more interested in what he's doing in us than what he wants to do through us. But as he develops our character and as he develops our faith, 
He's developing that because of something he wants to do through us. And many of you already have platforms. All of us have a platform. It's just some of us aren't acknowledging those platforms and how we can utilize those. So as you're here in Lindsay, start to roll out a vision. Understand that we are seeking God, but we believe that he is opening the doors to call other women in that may or may not have a relationship with Jesus, may or may not be part of our churches. And that's WMU. WMU goes kingdom. You know, we, we focus on kingdom work, right? It's missions engagement, missions mobilization, getting that gospel to where it's not. And Lindsay taking this role and serving you as your state president um, and the way God has gifted her and developed the character. And that's why I wanted you to hear a little bit of her backstory again. I believe it's a very unique calling. And I believe it's for such a time as this, that God is going to use that to convene other people to the table to grow, to, to develop their leadership skills, to develop their skills, to run businesses. But obviously, like Lindsay said, we are going to be very strategic. And we're going to do that where it's all it all comes in the context of the gospel. It all comes in the context of this is the why. And we're we're excited about that. So so keep your ears tuned because you're going to hear more of that, you know, as we as we move down the road. Lindsay, I'm trying to think something that you said yesterday when we were together as we were as we were kind of um, brainstorming and planning um, was, you know, how are we taking the big? I'd shared a vision with you and you were you were um, speaking into it. And and you said, you know, it's like, how do we take the big and bring it, break it down into small? And I looked at that. I wrote in my notes. You had used the word mastermind. And I wrote in my notes, the micro businesses, you know, because I think in today, even when we look at our churches, right, the association, each church, it's always been its own church. And more than ever, it's still its own entity, self-governed. But it's hard to be standing out there on your own. You know, we're stronger together when we can network and learn how to, how are you navigating the culture? Did anybody ever experience this? There's typically somebody that has and we can share that. So that same mentality we can do within the network. Um, and because we know women serve in the church, but they're, they're integrated everywhere. But many women's platforms are outside the four walls of that that building and they are they're on a mission field every single day and that's what we hope to really open our eyes to ladies that we can see the context of how God's positioned us you know to be able to 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 be able to be that light and just like you're hearing Lindsay say you don't want to be the Lindsay show fill in your name you don't want to be the Carmen show or whatever your name is but we do want to walk out in confidence knowing who sent us and who's in us. And we want to look different than the world. And that'll be attractive. That will be attractive to the world. It, it may bring a little persecution too, right? But that's where we want to stand together. And ladies, here's your commercial. If you're not connected to us, connect to the community because we're stronger together. We have resources that we can help each other. And if we don't, we'll find them. That's the beauty of asking a sister, do you have this? Have you walked that? Um, so if you're not connected, get connected. You can follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can find us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check us out on our website at ibsa.org backslash women. I say this all the time, Lindsay, we're just ordinary women with an extraordinary God. Attention's on him, but he displays himself through us. We're the mirror. So ordinary women. What else, Lindsay, would you would you share with our ladies today, our friends? Waiting for these big, massive, like trying to find where God is working and, and seeing where he's going and making these network connections and doing all of what seems to be these big things. I think a lot of times people hear the word entrepreneur, they hear small business owner, they do all these things and they just think, first off, they think, think crazy person. But then secondly, they're just, they're just like, that is just too big for me. That is too like, 
out there for my brain. But I can guarantee you, I can, from personal experience, that is literally just being in a relationship with Jesus and listening. That's mm-hmm. all it takes. And that's that's nothing out of the ordinary from any mm-hmm. any believer wake up in the morning and say, you know, what business am I going to start today? I wake up in the morning and I say, what are you teaching me today about yourself? That's Mm -hmm. what God's intention for us is, is to learn about him. Mm -hmm. That's the whole purpose of the Bible. It's not to know all the things. It's to know who God is. And as long as we're waking up and seeking God, I think that then the trickle-down effect is, this is how you're going to make an impact today. And that looks different for every person. And also, it's all about leadership skills right now. Like, in, in the workplace, it's all about, you know, learning to be a good leader. And we have to go back to remembering that leadership is a service. It is a, a servanthood. It is not like a night shift or it's not a, a leading role. It is a mm-hmm. service that we have to live by example. There is nothing glamorous about leadership when we're doing it right. That's good, Lindsay. That's good. And we shepherd those people that we lead, you know, so that's a good word. That's a good word. Well, ladies, we, we could go on for hours and we want to go on for hours. We want you to get to know Lindsay. So in our episode notes, we're going to put her contact information. Now, Lindsay, I'm going to say this and you correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Lindsay, Lindsay is on, you know, you obviously her Facebook page and her contact, but Lindsay um, has a YouTube channel that sort of tells the storyline of her family and the business. And you also have your Instagram that you tell stories. Tell us how, we'll we'll put those in the episode notes, but tell them how they can find you, Lindsay, to follow you. So we run everything through what we call our big umbrella company, which is the Weininger Farms. So uh, on Instagram, it's the Weininger Farms. And of course, the spelling is all crazy. So you will have to look (laughs) up for that. Um, But yeah, that's, that's where you mainly see us in the fam all the time is on Instagram and on the stories. That's the main hub of most of our information. But please never hesitate to reach out. I'm on emails and Instagram and all of that stuff all the time. I love being able to lift other people up in ways that they don't even realize they need help because they can't see it sometimes. And I think that's the whole point of why so God created social media. So look in the episode notes and find those contacts and follow. And Lindsay's getting ready to head off to Nashville in June. So she'll attend her first national WMU meeting representing all of you guys as your president. And she's going, she's going to learn, but, but we've also got some work laid out in front of her as we plan going into the next year. Um, We know there's some strategic contacts that we want to make because we're also all about how do we share the resources that God has given us. So we hope ladies to invite you in and be part of God getting to do something through our state that um, obviously the Acts 1-8 model, it's not just in your community, not just in your state, but in our country and in the world. And um, and I think Lindsay's going to do a good job leading out in that for us. So, so Lindsay, thank you. I know you're busy. Lindsay, do you care if I tell one little story to the ladies? No, go for it. Okay. All right. I love this. When we think business and we, you know, when you explain everything that God's got your hands in and then the vision, I think sometimes women can get excited, then they can get intimidated and back down like, oh my goodness, I was in and that's way so big. And I think that's the beauty of seeing people in their context. That's why I hope they follow you and see the story because you inspire me and encourage me and I know you will others. You already do. But um, ladies, as I was visiting Lindsay yesterday, because I wanted to go see the store and I wanted to see the restaurant and her kitchen that she's put 
putting together and so forth. And when I showed up, it was scheduled, right? And when I showed up, Lindsay, she says, you just walked in in the middle of a storm. And I was loving it because I just love to just kind of nose around and watch and observe and see what's going on. And, and um, she said, um, I, I've got a sick kid. And of course, they've got work, business going on all around. But, but Lindsay looked at me and she said, I've got a sick kid. And I said, Lindsay, do we need to reschedule? She said, no, because you drove all the way up here. She said, we're meeting. I mean, she had her agenda. She was ready to go. But then she turned around. She said, I just need a minute. So she finished her phone call. She went and talked to her husband and she came back and looked at me and she said, look, in our marriage, I'm the puke person. I'm in charge of puke. So she says, I'm going to go clean up puke. And then he's going to take her home. He's going to, he's going to take care. And I loved it because I thought, what an example of somebody that was abiding, abiding in Jesus, staying connected, staying calm, but it doesn't mean life is perfect and how you and your husband were working side by side and just the confidence that you brought into that. But girlfriend, can I say it definitely was not the Lindsay show. God was shining bright and I know he's going to continue to bless that business because you are a platform in your community. But I'm glad you let me tell that story because it was just such a beautiful example as we went and sat in your kitchen then, right? So they could work around. I love it. And sometimes we just need to remember, girls, we're ordinary women in our ordinary worlds, in our ordinary lives, but God shows up there. So I just wanted to point that out. The highlights of this conversation is terrifying obedience and I'm the puke person. love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Lindsay, thank you for sharing time with us today so that we could get you back out in front of the the ladies. And and again, we'll share the contact. Any last words you want to tell them, Lindsay? I love you. I'm here for you. I'm leading you, but I by no means want to lead out in front. So come alongside me because I'm ready to work this state with surrounded with women. So I'm, I'm pumped. So Amen. That's good. That's good. All right. Thank you. And ladies, thank you for joining us today. And I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org slash women.